Houston is a city full of highways and roads. But there's one road that no matter what part of the city you're from, you've more than likely heard of. And that's none other than Bissonette. I'm sure a lot of news headlines popped in your head when I said that name. But would you believe me if I told you that it's changed? Houston Landing public safety reporter Monroe Trombley is here to tell us just how the city of Houston is clearing up the street. It's Monday, January 29th, 2024. I'm Carleon Jones, in for Rahil Ramzanali, and here's what Houston's talking about. Monroe, welcome to CityCast. I'm so happy to have you on today. Thank you for having me. So I want to jump right in and I want to ask you, do you know how to properly pronounce Bissonette? Do you say Bisunet? Bisonet? Bisonet? Like, there's a lot of discrepancy here and I'm not sure which way is the best. I didn't know there were so many different ways to pronounce or so many interpretations out there. Um, I just pronounce, I just uh, say Bisonet. Bisonet, Okay. Okay, so for the purposes of this conversation, we're going to go with Bissonette and just keep it going. Well, I want to talk about this because this is a place that I grew up. Um, I grew up around this area and I literally went to daycare like on this road. So I have a lot of history with it. And it's always been a known place for prostitution and sex trafficking. I remember growing up, anytime we'd ride down the street, I remember seeing like a lot of women kind of during even the wintertime. They would be dressed basically in outfits that kind of resembled bikinis and like walking around a certain area of Bissonette that they do this at. Um, I think they call it and refer to it as the track. And I want to make this clear that I'm just trying to give a visual here. I'm not trying to shame consensual sex workers or anything like that. This is more so like to highlight the bigger issue, which kind of came from the street turning into like a sex trafficking area. So There's so many people that know about this area. There's even been movies made about it. So I guess you can say it's well known to say the least. What I don't know is how it got its start. Like, how did it become this hotspot for sex trafficking and sex workers in the first place? Yeah, I don't think I um, have a complete history of the track. But in speaking with Councilmember Ed Pollard, he came into the office about 2020 or 2021. And he said that basically Bizonet street between Plainfield and Center Parkway. It was a very healthy, thriving commercial corridor. Um, I mean, it still is. It's one of the most multicultural neighborhoods in Houston. Uh, But really, the Westwood Mall uh, was the area's anchor for a very long time. And when that mall closed near the turn of the century, you know, there was less traffic and people coming to the area to visit the mall. And that harmed small businesses, of course. That decreased investment. And I think there were, you know, There was a lot of turnover and there were some vacant buildings around the area. And then the activity of sex work and solicitation and prostitution kind of naturally sprung up in the area. And no one knows exactly why Bizonet was the place other than the conditions were ripe for illicit activity from sex work to drug dealing. And the loop that makes up the track um, when you drive Center Parkway um, and loop around to Plainfield Street it's a pretty convenient loop to kind of drive over and over. So it was, it was convenient for John's trying to, you know, find uh, what it is they were looking for. Yeah, I agree. It is definitely like a high traffic area because you have that uh, highway bridge that goes right over it. There's like a Whataburger in the area. There's just uh, like hotels also in the area. So it is a very convenient loop for people who might not know. Can you kind of explain what a John and a pimp is? 
Yeah, John is a term that's thrown around in law enforcement circles, and it is referred to people who are actively looking to pick up um, sex workers. They are people who are soliciting. And like I said, there there were increased penalties that were passed in the les- legislature in 2021, and uh, soliciting became a felony as opposed to a misdemeanor. And uh, a pimp, I think like that's a much more well-known term, but a you know, when I say a pimp, that's someone who is managing or a sex worker's caretaker. And it goes without saying that, you know, a pimp uh, sex worker uh, dynamic relationship is frequently an abusive one. Bissonette is also like constantly in the news for crime and things like that. So how has its reputation impacted businesses in the area? What has it been like for business owners there? Business owners and workers I spoke with, I went around to a lot of uh, different businesses in trying to track down one that I could uh, speak to in depth for the most recent story um, I worked on. But um, a lot of these owners and workers I spoke with, most were not comfortable being on the record or being named if they were going to participate in an article because they feared potential retribution from pimps or, or other people who may read like they were talking bad about the conditions of the track. And they spoke to, they spoke to a real fear of um, how they, they had to uh, keep a watchful eye over their business. And they really had to look out for uh, their workers when it came to staying late after work. They were never, I, I guess, like in fear for their lives, but you know, it was a, just a very stressful environment to navigate on a daily basis. And they, some of these workers felt that the stigma of the area really harmed their potential to attract new customers. It's really hard to say because you're getting into anecdotal evidence there. Yeah. In an attempt to fix the issues on the street, the city came up with a plan that basically shuts down the street at nighttime. How effective has this been so far? Has it increased business for the business owners in that area? It's been very effective. In talking with the police department, they say that the business track, as it's been known for the last decade or two, if not three decades, is really no more. Um, They feel that there is little to no illicit activity that's happening on the track. Uh, Commander Reese Hardy of the West Side Patrol Division expressed surprise at how well the uh, the barricades have worked. It you know, it is. A relatively simple measure, but it's proved to be extremely effective. And the businesses in the area have nothing but good things to say about it. Yeah, it's actually so surprising. I wrote past it um, with some of my family members because none of us really believe that it was even possible to shut down the things that go on in, on Bissonette. So we rode past and we were kind of like amazed to see like the streets were just kind of clear. Like there was nobody walking around. There was nothing. It was just a calm street. And um, it's just so surprising that something so simple is like the fix that they've been looking for for years. Are other people surprised by it? Yeah, absolutely. I think the business owners have been pleasantly surprised. You know, they they expressed a lot of, you know, when I first um, went out there around June or July, when the barricades were only weeks old, um, a lot of the businesses kind of expressed skepticism as far as how effective they would prove to be they felt that if the police department didn't pair the barricades with active patrolling and enforcement, that people would just move the barricades aside, you know, and just drive down the street as normal. But the the barricades and their positioned at either end of Center Parkway and Plainfield Street, they're set up each night 
at 10 p.m. And I think they last till 5 a.m. the next morning. There are one or two uh, squad cars that actively patrol the side streets down Center Parkway and Plainfield Street. And those will be replaced with uh, gates um, in the next week or two. Okay. Because I was going to ask if this was a permanent solution or not, or if it was temporary, because I'm like, who are they just adding this extra duty to basically, like where they have to go out and put these barricades out every night. So the gates are going to be going up soon so that they can kind of keep the same thing going without having to actively go out there every night. Yeah. Yeah. It's a permanent fix. Um, Instead of officers pulling up in a truck and, um, you know, positioning barricades and having those squad cars patrol Center Parkway and Plainfield Street, those officers, by the way, were being, they were being funded or their overtime was being funded by American Rescue Plan dollars, um, which are close to running out. So that is an expense that the police department will no longer have to make with the, uh, um, the gates that will be installed. Before they put this into place, what other measures were they putting into place to kind of try to slow this down that just didn't work before? Um, everything from increased patrols, and that was uh, Houston Police Department, the Harris County Sheriff's Office, um, the A-Leaf School District. They couldn't keep that effort up after some time because uh, resources were needed elsewhere. Councilman Ed Pollard detailed an effort to uh, crack down or dissuade illicit activity in the track by putting up warnings on polls uh, that informed people, especially the Johns in the area, that um, it was now a felony with the new state law that was passed in 2021 that solicitation is a felony instead of a misdemeanor. But that, at the end of the day, he said, that just contributed to the stigma of the area. You're, wa- you're walking around and driving around an area where um, there's signs just talking about sex work and prostitution it's not exactly the best to look for the neighborhood. And so there was even an effort to declare the Bizonet track area a so-called no prostitution zone. And that effort sort of fizzled out. That effort would have increased penalties on sex workers, pimps, and johns. There was a list of repeat offenders, and they would have been subject to increased penalties if they were caught in the area, so to speak. But that effort was roundly criticized and it ultimately fizzled out after a year or two. You've been covering Bissonnette for a while and you recently wrote an article about the street closures. And in the article, I seen that you mentioned that some of the crime and prostitution that was occurring in that area pretty much moved to some other areas in the city. Airline Drive being one of the examples, which makes sense because like to me, it's more so of a displacement of the problem instead of a full solution. Are there any other efforts that would kind of stop the problem completely instead of just moving it to new areas? Yeah. Um, Council member Ed Pollard said that his office continues to work with nonprofit organizations that um, assist sex workers who are tired of working and they want to get off the streets. Same goes for Commander Reese Hardy of the West Side Patrol Division. He said that HPD regularly works with nonprofits if, you know, they encounter someone and they, you know, are just uh, wanting to get off the streets and they want to leave sex work behind them. They're tired of it. They've been working business tracker elsewhere for a number of years. Then HPD says they actively work with nonprofits. The larger problem at hand um, in talking with uh, advocates in these nonprofits, one of whom is Elijah Rising, is that Elijah Rising, for instance, only has so many beds Uh, They only have so much capacity. There's a dearth. There's a very severe lack of bed space when it comes to helping people get off the streets. Some of these 
places and nonprofits have restrictions when it comes to you cannot have kids or we do not accept people with substance use, use issues. Okay. Thank you so much, Monroe, for being here. It was great learning about Bissonette and seeing the differences that that has been made by the barricades and um, how businesses have been able to kind of like grow since this. So thank you so much for all the work that you do at Houston Landing. We really appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. That was Monroe Trombley. You can read his reporting on Bissonette with the link in our show notes. That'll do it for today. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new. 